It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? All right, boys. Uh, we... We are going to talk some Cleveland Guardians baseball here at the California Penal League podcast. It's been a minute. We, it has been a minute. Yeah, uh, there's there's a pretty good amount of stuff to go over here. Yes. I have I have an item on my agenda um, that I really want to talk about, uh, but we have some other fun stuff uh, to get into. Um, just around around the team, where things are at, what they've been up to. Uh, as you probably know, if you're a fan and been following them, they are just as frustrating as ever. I think yeah. to some extent, given that um, there's some really good stuff happening, um, you're talking about a, a team that is now right around 500 playing teams over 500, which you probably wouldn't expect in the Guardians, but they are. They're playing good teams pretty well. Um, they had going into, I believe today, the second best record since the start of June in the American League uh, behind Was just, it? I think, like the Blue Jays. I thought they were tied with the Blue Jays. Yeah, something like that. They were like 16 and 13. It's not like yeah. no, nobody was like blowing the doors off no, uh, in the no. in the AL. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, sure, you're at the top of a mediocre heap. Great. But they're there. And uh, so some interesting and, and the offense uh, since June has has turned it on to some extent, basically in every capacity, but having any power to speak of. But Except it's for tonight, baby. It I has saw worked. two back-to-back home runs. Yes. Well, I guess that would that that that's the definition of back-to-back. Well, you'll be you'll be <laughs> telling your kids where you were that night when you saw the Guardians hit back-to-back. Kids, gather homers. gather round, gather round. <laughs> Let me tell uh, you the tale. It's a fateful but, summer evening, a few days after the Fourth of July, and uh, Jose and Josh Naylor went deep. 
back to back. Oh, yeah, was that the end of the story? Speaking of Josh Naylor, speaking of Josh Naylor, one of the bigger All Star snubs. Oh, we got, we will get into that. Wait, wait. Which question actually, on that though? Can he get? Can he replace um, Trout? No. Well, I, somebody already did. Also, uh, I don't think he. Tucker. I don't think he'd do it anyway with his like um, with his like yeah. stuff. I don't think he would. Uh, I thought I thought the Astros, one of the Astros. Oh, you're right, guys. Kyle Tucker, the replacement. Yeah, Kyle Tucker. Yes. But uh, but yeah, okay. So you know the time of this recording, they just beat the Royals in the first of the four game series, uh, six to one, and are game under five hundred. They take three or four. They'll be a game over five hundred, which sounds crazy, but this is kind of like how things go in Major League Baseball these days. If if you look at like the Nationals and the Braves and um, you know a couple other uh, the Phillies last Phillies year, last year yeah. teams kind of just chill for like the first half. It seems like, and then they they really turn it on. And so they're they're utterly frustrating to watch. I think, but the Guardians are right there, and it's kind of crazy to say that, but here we are. So well, it's I been think- a very strange year. I think to your point to earlier, Steve, that's the frustrating part. That right there is the frustrating part is that there's been zero consistency. You know, they win 6-1 today. Uh, they played the, uh, the Braves pretty well the first two games of that series. Yeah. And then there's, the then, game, then there's that fair, third game. The Cal Quantro started that third game. So I don't think that's actually a representative. Of <laughs> that's not, yeah. And we'll get into Cal later to this episode too. Uh, we got some thoughts. That's Steve or I getting the start. They fly me in. No warm up, Just like you're pitching. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Try, try to <laughs> get on try out to, there, Try to buddy. square off against the best team in baseball right now. Go. Um, I'm going to say a hot take. I think I could give up less than five runs. If if they didn't know I was a gimmick, if it's just like <laughs> oh that guy's in our bullpen, I think I could give up less than five runs in, in an inning against the Braves. <laughs> what would you throw? I would throw curve slider changeups. I would go all off speed. Well, see, the only thing you could possibly have working in your favor would be if you had a knuckleball and I was say the knuckle. team. And if they weren't timed right out of nowhere to to hit a guy throwing like fifty. Yeah, that that's yes, I would be like David Fry when he came in and pitched. <laughs> and and like some guys literally just like top it or like yeah. pop it up because like yeah. it's a it's actually like fairly difficult to like go from hitting a ninety eight mile an hour to sixty. Right, yes. So you might have a chance. It's not yeah. inconceivable. I'm not gonna make that same same that's a bet. tough bet man yeah i'm no not gonna way. make that same 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 declaration um that was a terrible pitcher throwing god awful i tried it yeah once i, while, but I, was, I, was, I was well t- cal quantrill has gone you want to talk about roster manipulation cal quantrill has uh mysteriously gone back to the il <laughs> so weird. again again more issues well we're gonna we're gonna bury that lead right there we're gonna bury that yeah, let's, let's, let's we can finish the show up on Cal. Okay. I I think what I'm most frustrated with with this team is we know what's wrong with the team. Bullpen, yeah. 
bullpen overworked. I I as I get frustrated with like some of the really ridiculous blown saves we've been seeing, but they're top two in the AL, so I can't fault the bullpen. Starting rotation, overall pretty solid, especially considering the number of injuries and the number of rookies we've called up. So I can't really fault that either. And although, you know, Jimenez was regressed and Juan has regressed, Jimenez is now over uh, 100. Um, uh, uh, OPS plus? OPS plus, yeah. Like as of tonight. And, you know, Quan's still doing pretty effective. He's six in runs in the AL. Um, it's, it's just these glaring holes that like we refuse to do anything about. And even, even if you just give them like, cool, Ahmed, he is now back to his, like turning it on hard to have an overall average season, but it's yep. Miles straw is just a, a automatic out. And as much as I'm hopeful for Bo Naylor and very glad he's finally there, I am just still very frustrated that we could have had Murphy. And it's just like we had all these all these assets that we've started to just give away with, you know, Nolan Jones, uh, uh, Brennan, just giving them away or Benson at the beginning of the year for nothing. When we could have comboed those two guys with an Espino, who's now pretty much like worth nothing from a trade aspect and gotten some big league pop. And we need that in right field. And we need that. And just one other bat. Literally, we are two bats away. DH. DH. Yeah, DH. <laughs> like we are two like home run hitters away from being, I think, just leaving the twins in the dust and being able to, if we get to uh, postseason, I, as good as the, the Rays are, I like our odds with, with two more hitters. I like our odds against yeah. anybody in the AL. No, I, we're not playing the Braves in, in, the play, in the playoffs unless we made the World Series. So I would like our odds against anybody. So let me ask you one question to both of you. And I put this in the notes for today's episode. Back on following Monday's game, that 42 loss to the Braves. Mm, yeah. Terry Francona came out and said, and I'm paraphrasing here. We out hit them. They just hit it out of the park. And if you look at it, Braves had seven hits. We had eight. Braves also had two runners via walk. We had three runners via the walk. I was at that game. It never felt like we were truly out of it. But just the fact that the Braves had three home runs, it kind of felt like if we were to ever hit three home runs in a game, I think like the world will start spinning on. Well, when they do, they win most of them. We had three tonight. We had three tonight. They when when the Guardians do hit home runs, it's like any other good team in baseball. You, you score a lot more runs. Yeah. So 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 my question to you guys, based off of that comment, it's kind of twofold. Well, I'll I'll, I'll save the one part. That's probably a better better save for later. Um, do you think he was truly calling out the front office? Because I saw some people saying, "Oh." Oh, no, I don't think so. He, I, he's too, he's too but, old. He's too wise for it. And, but is uh, that his covert way of calling out the front office? No, because I don't think he's some, I don't think he's anybody that would be covert about his feelings about anything. Like 
the way his relationship works with the front office and like his time in baseball, I think it's, I think it's probably very clear where he falls on a lot of this stuff. Um, I think like, I think if, I mean, you know, I think it's just like probably a frustration. It's like no team hits as many home runs as the Braves. I mean, Sean Murphy no ended team up has w- fewer home runs than the guardians by a right. lot. Like, like the Braves, sucks. the Braves have six guys who have 15 or more homers. Like well, they had six guys with 20. Yeah. Well, they got six with 15 plus as of right now. So it's kind of, I mean, you're talking about like 95 Indians level yeah. offense. No, it is. Yeah. There was, there was a comparison. I can't remember which game, but it was like, the broadcast had a comparison between the two and it was alarming how close it was. I think yeah, yeah, the, the team OPS game. is like really close. Wow. Okay. So they have one, two, three guys over 20. Riley's at 16. Oh. Eddie Rosario's at 14. I mean, they're about to have like, seven guys with over 15. Ozuno's I can't at, imagine. Ozuno's at 17. We had Eddie Rosario a year ago. That's exciting. Or two years uh, ago. Two two years ago. Well, he was he was trash here. I, the the rumor is he didn't like it. Or... I mean, I really I just... do think there might be something fundamentally wrong just with our our like our hitting coaches because it, well, it's no, just... because we, but just last year, just last year, we were talking about how much of a good approach they have it's yeah. just that they don't have i mean the power power the power the power is lacking and guys like uh menez and juan i really think are kind of suffering sophomore slumps i know jimenez isn't truly in a second year but um and you're ta- and uh they're, they're young guys they're gonna go through the other months. yeah and the other thing that's really kind of like at least for stalled, those two. At least for those. Yeah, the things that stalled out the season a little bit offensively is Josh Bell has not been good. It's been been, kind of a nightmare. And uh, Oscar Gonzalez got sent down really quick uh, because he struggled so bad. And you were hoping that he might be like a 20 plus homer guy. Um, So that's a good point. That kind of really makes it tough. yeah. 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 Two of the guys. Two of the legitimate guys, well, at least in our in our mind, legitimate guys to get you twenty plus home runs have really failed us this year so far. Yeah, yeah. And, because if you and Jimenez, and Jimenez, who did it last year, yeah, has been slumping too. Yeah, because if this team has five guys hitting over twenty home runs, I mean that's a whole other. You're talking about completely different results, but literally right now we have two guys. Yeah, that are going to be on base to do that. Uh, Josh Naylor only has ten. I mean, oh, he has eleven now. You, oh, right, yes, yes, yeah. So it's funny that like Josh Naylor has we're past the midway point in the season though too. Well, that's the thing is he's having like a career like a career year, and you're like, damn, he's like he he should be an all star. He might not even hit twenty homers. It's like debatable. That's true. It's like. A struggle for him to potentially even hit. I mean, he'll get a hundred ribbies, which is like great, awesome, and he'll have well, maybe thirty but, doubles. But Steve, I, I text you guys. In an ideal world, Josh Naylor on this team is the fourth home run hitter 
Because if he's a 280 to 305 hitter and has 100 home runs, plays really good for the most part. Oh, thank you. 100 home runs would be even better. 100 RBIs. Uh, plays great, you know, pretty good to great defense and is that emotional leader that like just pumps up the team. You are sitting so pretty. The problem is right now he's, he's relied upon to be the second home run hitter on your team after Jose. And it's just like, that's not effective offensively. Yeah. I mean, ideally, yes. I think he's, he'd be the guy who hits 20 to 25 home runs probably falls into that that number four spot of most home runs on the team in an ideal world. I'll even say I'm willing to take him as the guy who produces the third most amount of home runs still in that 20 to 25 range. But if some of these other guys like a Will Brennan could hit 15, you know, maybe he ticks up a little bit more than what we were hoping for. You know, saying, okay, well, if Will Brennan gets you 10 to 12, that's awesome. But if Will Brennan can hit you 15, all right, you know. Especially if, at center field, if he's going to be and, a center fielder. Yeah. And yeah. Bo Naylor, you know, I'm not expecting him, Bo Naylor to come in and hit, you know, 280 and have, you know, 25 home runs. But if he hits 260 and can get you another 18 home runs, I would take a yeah. bunch of those kinds of guys in that 15, 18, 20 range. Yeah, Jimenez hitting <laughs> 275. Jimenez, I mean, Jimenez 15, has seven. 18 home runs. Jimenez like, has that's seven on the right. year. And he'll, he'll probably finish with 15, 16. You know, yeah, it's that's actually a good number. Of, yeah, I mean, it's pretty funny when you look at the team as it's constructed now for the rest of the year. Okay, you got Naylor and... Ramirez will certainly get, you know, 20 plus probably. Yeah. Uh, but all bets are off on the rest. I mean, yeah. Josh Bell, are you going to hit 15? I don't know, buddy. It, you're at eight. It, it's debatable. I mean, like you said, we're more than halfway through the season now. And he's never been like prolific as a home run hitter. No. But no, I mean, he he's I, the, you know, what's crazy is like, Josh Bell has had like the most one of the most anonymous seasons in like recent memory for a guy that was like a quote unquote big free agent signing. Sure, for for them, you could call it that. But like, I would I would would go on a limb and say he was. I mean, was he the mark? Was he a marquee name? No, but that's a big signing. Any any team outside of any team outside of New York and L.A. Teams, that's a name. You know, the, 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 the baseball community would be like, okay, that, that's a decent signing over there. And, and it just feels like, it just feels like, uh, and, and again, this is all very, sub, I mean, this is somewhat subjective, but like, how, I mean, with Josh Bell's, like, has there been, there hasn't been like a big hit? There hasn't been anything um, that really like. He has some, I was trying to think about that. Did he have like a walk off at one point? He had like a big hit and like, on uh, DC and that national. Oh, yeah, series. the early part of the year. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He had like a couple big hits like that week. There was like that was when it was like, oh, like, he's breaking out. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. But it was literally I, a th- week week's worth of games. Like he had like two or three big hits. But it's just nothing. been nothing since. Um, and that's really, really tough. I I think, you know, to your point, Fabs, it's like 
it's sort of hard because there isn't much. It's like short of making a move at the trade deadline, which I would venture to guess probably won't happen, or at least nothing major would happen. There's like not much you can do internally to like really fix it and overhaul it because it has, it wasn't until like the last week that Oscar Gonzalez really like turned it on to the point where people were like, whoa, hey, like they should really send down Gabriel Arias and bring Oscar back. Yeah, dude, he was batting like 190 for the longest time in AAA. And then finally he like had like this like breakout week where it's like, sure, why not? Let's try it. Yeah, right. And, and it, and, I'm all for that because Gabriel Arias is a black hole offensively. Yeah. I'm like done with that. I've but, seen enough. I've seen enough. I was holding out hope that he could become a fourth outfielder, super utility. I'm hanging all those hopes on David Fry now. I like Freeman a lot. Sorry, David Fry, but you're you're our you're our hope for uh, super utility for super uh, utility. Pitcher. David Fry, he's he's you know, producing, and Tyler he, Freeman he is producing. Yep. yep. I would love to see more Tyler Freeman. And again, yes. it doesn't fix the problem. It does not fix the problem of the home runs because Freeman's another guy who probably projects it makes, to hit, you know, yeah, it makes it even a worse. dozen home runs at most. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about yeah, maybe these guys hitting double digit homers. Like, but 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 I, okay. I, so beyond Gonzalez, cannot, I, I was gonna, I'm gonna, I just want to make one quick point about the home run totals. You cannot have a team that consists of Stephen Kwan. Miles Straw and Ahmed Rosario getting every day at bats and expect your team to be okay in the home run category. Yeah. Um, well, unless you have like Judge and Otani somehow also yeah, on that team. Yeah. Somehow you have those guys rounding out the lineup. Okay. Maybe. Well, but, Straw's the one. Rosario, I'm a little surprised that he doesn't have a little more pop this year, but like Straw's but, the guy where Rosario, it's like. Rosario's. Most home runs was 15 in 2019. The most he's, I mean, Rosario is also at least hitting Rosario is also at least hitting 263 now. I mean, at the very least, you could say at least the guy's on something of a, of a streak where you're like, okay, I can understand sticking with him as of right now. I get it. The guy's at least hitting. Straw's the one that really bums you out because he hasn't had a home run in like two that, years. He hasn't had the home run in two years, and he's got by far the worst like uh slugging expected statistics in power department. Like he is a he is a definition of a black hole offensively. And maybe maybe I'm being too critical of Straw. Because at least Rosario does lay off sometimes. I don't know if I've seen a worse plate approach than Miles Straw. He just goes with their hacking usually. Yeah. I mean, he's been I lost for so like much. he's been lost for a year and a half. I mean, he really has. Like, maybe I would be Ahmed like, Rosario with a man on first has a worse approach. <laughs> maybe, maybe. And um, we we gave up Yanier Diaz for him. Just another miss from the front office. Who's just he's doing very good with uh, with the Astros. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. You talk, you know, it's like that, that. I mean, that that along with the junior, um, Caminero, yeah, Caminero. Those are two. Those are two. Uh, those those two sting a little bit. Also, yeah. you really wouldn't mind seeing Nolan Jones in right field this year. Uh, I wouldn't be opposed to giving it a shot. <laughs> Given, I'm a yes and a no on that one. I'm a yes and a no on that one. 
But where you're at right now, yeah, no, I would I'm take saying, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, where you're at now, yes, but as a filler, yeah, yeah. because because right now, I'm not would you rather? Convinced, I'm not 100 percent convinced Nolan Jones is ever going to amount to much more than a platoon type guy. But wouldn't you rather have an outfield right now of Stephen Kwan, my of uh, Stephen Kwan, Will Brennan, and Nolan Jones? I think I would. Yeah, it'd be an upgrade. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, same gonna, or gonna, or if like gonna, or if they called Oscar that, back no. up, if they called Oscar back up at some yeah. point, soon, I mean, you know, it's he's mashing lefties. I haven't looked at you can start to play weeks. some matchups. You know, you yeah. can start to mess around with that a little bit. Um, I think it's coming sooner than later. But beyond that, you could say, well, Brian Rocchio. Okay, all right, Brian Rocchio. Yeah, but then, but then you we're go still not solving the problem about the home runs, and you're not solving the an issue of what do you really think about like a guy like Tyler Freeman um, and uh, you know, um, even uh, David Fry to some extent, even though he's sort of, you know, super utility guy, but like, I think Fry, I think Fry. I mean, it wouldn't matter. I mean, Freeman's really the guy corner guy corner and behind the plate. Because if I remember, yeah, I'm really. I guess I'm talking more just like Tyler Freeman, Rokio. Because what's going to happen is they're not re-signing Ahmed Rosario. So like next year is the year where I would trade him. Honestly, I would trade him, and that I want to get. That's that's something I want to kind of get into next next episode, as we kind of really truly recap the first half and you know outlooks for the season. I'm going to throw it out there now. Maybe the next three games changes my mind. I don't think it will. But I want to trade him. I want to trade Josh Bell if there was a suitor, but there's probably not. Maybe Gabriel Arias and a couple of these other middle infield prospects to alleviate that logjam that you're talking about right now. And I want to see Fry. And I want to see Freeman. And I want to hopefully see Rokio come August. See, I actually I actually uh would not trade any major league talent i think you can get away and the way because i the braves being in town really made me think about this because i went back and looked at because if you believe all the talk about it the guardians were right there for both matt olson and sean murphy essentially losing both to the braves and so i was like all right well let me look at the trade packages that the braves sent yeah let me just see let me look back and see like what what they gave up for both and like what it what it did and like the way i view it is it's a perfect, perfect case, a case study to say, always deal your, your prospects. Just do yes. it. Yes. Do it. Uh, because. Yeah, but, a guy, but ever, you're not going to keep Rosario. You're just going to let him Yeah, but up. like, if you're trying to make a run, like if you, if you were to look at this year to say like, let's trade some prospects for Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah. I'd still rather have, I would still rather have a Med Rosario on the roster, even if you turned him into a whatever it did. You know, if he, be, if they finally bit the bullet and made him a utility guy or something, I'd still want him on the roster because like the only way I'm trading and I may, you know, maybe I'm contradicting a point I made months ago, but I've come around the, the way that I would look at the team now and the way it's built. If you're because of the divisions in play, yeah. you got to think about it dealing with like from a position of strength to say like, we're at a point where 
we got to contend, but we got to contend. We got to, we got to improve now. So like go to a team, do what the Braves did, shoot them over your prospects and get a guy that you've got some control over uh, now. And for at least a season after like go try to extend too. just checking off positions that you don't need because then it can help you provide clarity you know, in the minor leagues of which prospects you need to like hoard. Also, like, don't look at junior uh, common arrow stats or you're going to want to just throw your laptop against the wall. Well, uh, and that's, as, it's just tough. Like, I mean, he's only in like, is he only in like high A? I think he's in yeah, double. double. Did he get just no, I it was called high. up to double A? Uh, he's in double A affiliate. Oh, he is so, in double A now? He just got no, called a, up. I think, I think he's like rule five eligible this year too. So just bring him back. Um, so here's, here's like real quickly, um, cause they just played the Braves. So this is like in my head, um, for Matt Olson. Okay. This is what they gave the A's catcher. Shay Langoliers. He's, he's really, really struggling offensively. Christian patch, not even with the A's anymore. No. Um, Ryan Cusick is got a four Oh four ERA in double a right now. And Joey Estes, who I did look up, um, he, let's see, he is 21 and he's got a 369 ERA in double A. So it's like, cool, okay, so whatever. Possibly. So they really you only know, have two players to show for it right now. Langley and Shane Langleers is, is really struggling to, to the point is, where. But he's 25. He's batting 208, yeah. 10 home runs and 33 RBIs. The, the, now the oh, trade that's a little bit better. So the Matt Olson one, you're like, yeah, I don't know. The one that's a little bit better to some extent for the A's is the Murphy deal. So they got four top twenty prospects from the Braves. They got Esturi Ruiz, who's got forty three steals, but that's really everything he, he brings. It's all Everyone he does. He, he brings, brings speed, and it's like so does Miles Straw. So there's that. Um, Kyle Muller was the Braves number one ranked prospect and he's got a 770 ERA this year and he had an eight something ERA last year. It's that so tells funny you how that works out. Tells you everything you need to know about these dumbass rankings of prospects. Um, then the matter. two guys, the two guys are, uh, pitchers that they got were Freddie Tarnock. who's like the Braves six ranked prospect and he's actually pitching pretty well. And then this Roiber Salinas, who's in double A with a so-so ERA, but he um, he's he was a a fairly highly touted prospect. But okay, okay, would, would any so, of those guys help the so, Braves but, now? No, 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 no. Or the, the Braves are definitely future? the Braves of definitely the Braves window. Probably I'm using window in air quotes. Probably opened in what nineteen. 2000 or 2020 i mean no yeah one of those years probably started opening uh, up yeah 2019 is when acuna like really became a thing yeah so they're probably playing for the next now i'm also basing it on some of the players they have on their team they're probably playing for this year next year 25 maybe 26 so 
those guys probably don't help him. So I get your point, Steve. Though I will, my my counterpoint to this, and I'm not saying that I disagree with you, just what you just said. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Rosario is a free agent at the end of the year. Middle infield is a position of depth. You're not going to sign Rosario, so what does it hurt to trade him? Um, I mean, I'd have you to. Know you, I know you just said you want to. You you wouldn't mind keeping him on the bench. But what well, does if he, he if he really? Yeah, but if he really struggled, what would you even get in a return? I mean, at this point, he's kind of doing what he does, where he kind of turns it on to some. He extent. alone probably doesn't get you much of anything. I'll, I'll give you that. He, yeah, he's like the I, fourth guy in a trade. That's just like, I'm just, oh, cool, some stability. But yeah, I'm just I, like, I'm just at this point where I'm. I think I've reached this tipping point of like, I am so tired of the prospect glorification, and I'm really tired of like prospect hoarding. To where I'm tired of it too. Like I'm tired of it. I like. Look, I understand. Here's the thing: is I understand he's had a lot of injuries, so I'm not gonna like get too down on this guy. But like, hey man, George Valera is only hitting a buck seventy-six, like buck eighty. Send him out. I'm good. I, I would trade him. him. I was like, when you were brought I, up when you guys were talking like, about do it before, Gonzalez. Do it before everyone else realizes that maybe he's got a swing that doesn't translate. Well, he did like, push an ump tonight, and he hit a tanker in the face. Yeah, there was a big fight that broke out uh, awesome. in the Columbus game. I so I'm sure that would be great for his trade value. You know who's also on that same oh, list too? Boy. Noel, John Kenzie Noel. Oh, do you get? I don't want any of these guys. Seriously, I'm resign. Not, as mad as Ahmed makes me, just resign him until Juan Brito is ready, and you can package Rokio in that. That's fine. I'm because not convinced. I'm not saying, solidly convinced about many of our prospects. Yeah, the only no, two, what, there's two position players that I'm like, I see you. It's yeah, Brito and Rokio. Yeah, and everyone what, else what, who's in the minors. Uh, Totally. Yes. Yeah. What Steve is saying is. I get what he's saying. I get what he's saying. I'm just saying. Also trading from a position of depth with if we were to get rid of Rosario. Would the return be lackluster? Yeah, probably. But the thing is, you can re-sign Rosario. There's not going to be a line to sign Rosario. I I think there will be enough interest. I think some team is going to get stupid and offer him $12 million a year. Yeah, but what are we spending our money on? Like... (laughs) We're not really spending our money on stuff. I'm just thinking, like, I I, I tossed you guys. It actually would, like, if you're if you're contending, though, honestly, dude, though, if you're contending for the central this year, I would argue, though, that trading Rosario would hurt those chances. I agree. I agree. This year, I'm not convinced of that. I think if you're talking about this year, because because if you're trading him, unless you're trading him for a shortstop, you're relying on another young guy to come in and hit 250. And like you I most don't know certainly if that's are. Yeah, no, no, no. You most certainly are. If they were ten games out, I'd be like, fuck it. <laughs> but uh, you know. But the thing I, is, what you want to do with trades is make your unknown factors less. And if you're gonna package Rosario, unless see, they're like, we're gonna give you a shortstop, we're gonna give you Tatis back because we're super drunk <laughs> right now. And it's like it, but if I have to fill in something you else. Know, Two hundred sixty million dollar salary uh, for the team isn't working like we thought it was. We're gonna take yeah, it. yeah. Take but it. like, if I have to fill in other pieces in a trade, like you wouldn't do that. You See, are you are trading to fill in right field. 
or I, I don't. Ideally. I don't necessarily think that we'd be trading to fill in. I have enough. I guess I got. I guess I have enough confidence in either Rokio or Freeman, at least to matching produce. what Rosario has done. Yeah, I mean that's not like that's not insane. That's not like the craziest. It's thing like I've that. Ever yeah, I have. I have a, like. I have seen that's enough fair. of of Rosario to think. Okay, I think Tyler Freeman and or Brian Rocchio could do that. I'm pretty high on Freeman right now, so like I'm not gonna like dispute you, especially if if uh, Rosario is not gonna be giving you any pop. Like no, I'm, I mean like I'm, no, and like that's the yeah. thing. Like if he's giving well, those you, guys already, he's gotten two home runs. Yeah, in 85 games. I I mean I think the bigger because the thing that seemed like it was gonna be super obvious going into this season was like there's no there's not gonna be a Bieber extension. So like I don't I don't know how you handle that. I guess you you just do it in the off season, right? Like at this point, because like you're close enough. Unless well, they unless they go on a twelve game losing streak or something, where it's like, well, we are we're ten games out. Like we we gotta sell. Like McKenzie's not coming back. Cal's injured slash we're benching him. Like we we're in mini rebuild mode. You know, knowing our division's not very not very good so we could be right back you know at the top of the division next year but like if they're right there i would be shocked at this point that if bieber was on the gonna be traded well i don't think we're gonna have a 12 game losing streak between now and uh the trade deadline when is the trade deadline uh august 1st is it okay I i wasn't sure if it was august or end of july still um Got the series against Kansas City. Okay, I like that. After the All Star break, we are in Texas. Okay, they're starting to come back to Earth a little bit. Yeah, in Pittsburgh, they are too. Very quickly, at home against the Phillies. I like that. At home against the Royals. I I really like that. In Chicago versus the White Sox. You know I like that because they're they're just fundamentally a disaster. Like so, I don't think we're gonna based on that schedule. I don't see us like pooping the bed and falling out of it. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think we could be. They'll be right there. I mean, they'll I continue we'll be right to be there. right there. I think we'll be right there with the twins. I think we'll be uh, four games above five hundred. This is super random. This isn't in any of our notes, and I didn't prepare you for this. But uh-huh. what would you give up for Ellie De La Cruz? I mean, well, if 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 the Reds were just like out of their minds, yeah. Like the funny thing about Ellie De La Cruz is like I actually I'm a little concerned about how much he strikes out. Like he strikes out like thirty plus thirty something percent. Like he mashes, but I do wonder about his like bat to ball skills moving forward as guys like figure out his holes. Okay. But that's, that's sort of my viewpoint on him. I mean, he's super fun to watch. Very fun. Let me see. Let me see where he's at. My concern with him. I did not realize his uh, strikeout rate was that high. Oh Yeah. As I look at different um, years, it's thirty-three yeah, percent, like pretty consistently. consistently. 
Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, that's not good. But I mean, if you're going to be a good, if you're a good prospect, you are. I shouldn't say this because I'm sure there's going to be some listener who's listening to what I'm about to say and go, "Actually, you're stupid." Actually, uh, but I I always get worried about guys who like have high strikeout rates or can't dominate at like the single A level. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go to some of these single A games, even here in Lake County. And you're like, this is a glorified high school baseball game. Like, right. These guys are making the same mistakes that I was making, you know, 20 years ago. Well, and like, it's guys like, that are top prospects are so far and above. And I'll, you, sort of the, you start seeing some of that, that, you know, that, that, that talent rise to the top. But some of these right. guys that kind of like sneak on by, I'm kind of always a little skeptical of. You know, I'm not a scout, so what do I know? But you know, well, it's, I if mean, a guy's scraping, if a guy's scraping by hitting 260 in single A, I kind of my th- my thought process is okay. Well, I'm going to hit about 20 points lower in double A, probably about 20 points lower in triple A, and probably about 20 points lower in the majors. So now all of a sudden he's a 190 hitter, right? Or 200 hitter? You know, like no thanks. It's not going to cut it. Yeah, I do. I I always worry a lot about guys who, the average. It's like okay, you know, maybe I. There, there's certainly other things I could look at, but like, I, I'm right there with you on on strikeouts. Like, if a guy's striking out thirty some percent at every level of the minors, that's not good. I'm a little concerned. <laughs> so a guy like Ellie because De La Cruz is like, I hope he, pitching at those lower levels is not good. No, no, not at all. I mean, yeah, even at the, you know, even at the AAA level, it's like not all those guys are top prospects no, just waiting to are. get called up. A lot of them aren't. It's a lot of like the journeyman, you know, a lot or of guys like our age, a vet, on. a vet who, no. you know, yeah, is like trying to get, find his way back or, or got DFA'd last week, you know, right. that kind of thing. So like I pitch for the Guardians. I mean, that's. A, I mean, that is the one DFA this this year. It's been a lot. It's been a <laughs> lot of guys. Seems like a. It seems like a like more than normal. I mean, I I, I could be way off with that. I don't season, know. But. I mean, I don't know. It's see what they DFA'd Zunino, Zunino and Plesac. Uh, Plesac. Plesac uh, was a good one. That was fun. Uh, there's a couple other guys. Daniel Norris, I thought we DFA'd. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that's we've right. had, like, at yeah. least six guys, I thought, that we've DFA'd. Um, some of the catchers. Oh, my God. My, yeah, Valor- Valoria. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you're probably right. It's probably somewhere around there. It just seems like yeah, a, I mean, it seems like a high amount. I don't know. I you could, know who I actually? Could be, I could be way off. They should go after Nelson Cruz, who just got DFA'd. Dude. <laughs> Steroid City, baby. You know what? I, I saw I saw some Load people, him up and bring him people, here. I saw some people <laughs> saying that, just that. And I was like, thinking to myself, I go, at least he couldn't hurt us that way. Yeah, but then it's like, it's, he would just find new ways to hurt us. Yeah, Straw has <laughs> right. 19 home runs after the All-Star break. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, oh he's gosh. like, and he's got like, 
the thickest arms you've ever seen. Four arms. Yeah, his veins are just like popping out of every possible place. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Um. All right. So let's uh, see. Hey, well, here. speaking of Zenino, yeah, something we haven't covered just yet that I put in the notes that I, I mean, we've danced around it. Our prayers have been answered. Zenino was DFA'd. I know. It's, I know we've been, you know there's been illness and uh, vacation, so we haven't recorded in a little while. But our boy Bo is up with the team. I mean, Fabs, you mentioned it earlier. You know, you, you wish he was hitting a little bit more. I mean, but yeah, but she was doing better. Well, she was um, doing a little bit better, but you know, he's made how, a few plays though. How are you guys feeling about Bo after about two weeks? I'm not like, I'm not panicking about him because he's 23, and when he hit his home run, and he like effortlessly hit it opposite field and it like looked like it was nothing to him. I was like, okay. And, and of course when he made that great defensive play, it's like, that's sweet. But like, you know, the, the tools nice are there on the line today too. Yeah. The tools are there. I just think it's like, he's 23. Yeah. He's never going to hit for a high average, but he is going to draw walks. And so but- he might hit like, 250 and be like say, 340 but, on base. Yeah, but like let's 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 just back up to those numbers right there. If he hits 250, oh my god. Could you imagine the like party all of our date like I will I'll drink myself silly like after that season like just thinking of a of a catcher. Dude, even roster, if he hit we have even if it's 240, 235 with yeah. like 20 homers. Take I'll 20 take home it. runs, you know, I, I'm 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 really kind of trying to curtail my expectations with the home runs, keep them to the high teens, but 20 is doable. I mean, that's that those are numbers you haven't seen since Jan Gomes. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. position's been just a black hole offensively for you know four or five years. Close now. to it. Close to well, it feels like more. Uh, yeah. Well, we had I mean, one was Gomes was like, like what, 16? 14 16 was like his 16. last year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, like, so we're seven, talking seven, eight, eight years. years. Oh my yeah. God. Time goes by fast. We're, we're, we're pushing a decade. Jesus. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he has a really good arm, like, which we, we've seen that. He, he's way better defensively. You're, Chris and I aren't, you know, losing our brains with just oh, pass God. ball after pass ball. Like we were with Zunino. Zunino cost us. Zunino cost us at least two games this year. Yes. Can we just yes. all agree on that? Yes. So like, just that is like an upgrade. I, I do think. Yeah, he's super young, and you know, I think he has a very good support system. I'm I'm happy that his brothers on the team with him, and you know, maybe we draft their younger brother too. I, I say go for it. You know, it could hurt. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Uh, but yeah, I think I think he'll get up to being a two thirty five to two fifty five. 16 to maybe 23 might be his like cap best I'm season. I'm fine with that. But dude, now, that'd be that'd be great. Now, let's talk in five years after you know he's established himself and see if we're you know still happy with him. Right. With, you know, but if that's our ninth batter. Like that's totally fine. The problem is like where we we just lose every game. We're losing two to three at bats or two to three batters a game. Which is like not having a single chance at offensive production. And this is why I'm like, talking. This is yeah. this is why I'm on the Ball Goldschmidt train, man. 
Dude, that I love that idea. Liter- What's that contract? That literally like? would solve like everything. About, I know we've talked about Goldie before. What's that contract look like? Oh, uh, he signed through next year. Let me through next year. Okay, um, great. So he's currently signed through twenty twenty four, and he's making. Uh, come on, baby, give me that. Give me those sweet per year numbers. OPS plus. Dude, he's only making. He's only making twenty six for two years. Or per. And I mean, you're talking about like prorated this year. He's, Wait, he's, 26, get, over, he's 26 over two years. No, no, no. He'd be making 26 next year. Okay. You t- it's like you wouldn't do that for one year. I mean, I would. For yeah, one year. Be. For one year. Yeah. But I mean, that's, I'm not that's the, the thing. That's what the fan, that's where, though, like, I understand the fans' frustration. Like, I think we have some really crazy, irrational fans, but like, the fans so, aren't asking for you to be like, Hey, we want you to train for trade for Juan Soto and Otani um, at the trade deadline. Why wouldn't you do that? You like you do not care about winning, like so, yeah. Like, so my we're only, not asking for that. My only trepidation with with that Goldschmidt deal is, as we've established already in this episode, Josh Bell is uh, not living up to expectations. Yeah, Josh Bell gets has a really player hard, option next year for seventeen. He's making like yeah, but- 16 and a half this year. I think it goes up to 17 next year with a player option. Um, I if if that Bell deal comes off the book somehow, I could see the front office doing it. Because, We're such a broke ass franchise. It's so well, bad, well, man. and I get it, it's only one year, and it's only you're only gonna sink 17 million dollars into the cost of it. But I, I don't see how that front office goes, oh, yeah, let's bring in Goldschmidt, another first baseman DH type. Well, I just don't understand. Like, 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 I understand his, like, I just understand his, like, leg injury, obviously, is, like, brutal leg injury. I get that. But, like, just go to Josh Naylor and be like, dude, you're, you're going to have to play right field a couple times a week. Like, you're going to platoon yeah. a bit with Oscar Gonzalez. And, and that's, that's, that's the way around it is getting him out into right field. I mean, look, if we're trying to win a goddamn World Series in the next year, it's like, deal with it. I don't know what else to tell you. Like, sorry. We want a guy who's the friggin' NL MVP. And I don't care if he's 37 years old. Like, I want a veteran. I want a veteran who mashes, who I can put behind Ramirez. And give us. I haven't looked at Goldschmidt's numbers in a while. What's he slashing right now? Oh, dude. It's beautiful. So this yeah. year, at the ripe old age of 35. Oh, 35. So, yeah, 35 for now. Uh, he's hitting 284, 370, 482 slugging. He's got 15 homers and 46 ribbies and 20 doubles. The typical Goldschmidt way. He's got a 132 OPS plus. Right Dude, adding him... Just swapping him out for Josh Bell. Just like, what, what does that do for your lineup? Jesus. Yeah, that'd be so nice. And, and I, know then, I, te- I know I text you guys. I know I text you guys with, with uh, the guy I would love to see us try to sign in the offseason. Because I did a little exercise of who could we replace Josh Bell with in free agency. And the answer is not many people. It's you know one. You know yeah. what you do. Grim. You know what you do. Agency. Here's how you solve that. You give them like a kicker, a couple of 
one A guys. You, you could do. You could add do Josh a, Bell to the deal. You could do a a basketball like trade. Yes, a add Josh Bell dump. to the deal. Yeah. That way, you know, you're not on the hook for it. Hey, suddenly, we're going to give you Chase DeLouder and uh, and uh, Juan Brito. You take Josh Bell as well. I would not give up Juan Brito for a Goldschmidt rental. Oh, I'm, I'm saying some other deal. I oh, would. Okay, yes. I absolutely yes. would. I, I would, though. In my I would. You would? Why not? Because, like, if you're talking you're about right, guys man, like Tyler Freeman. Series. Like, well, because yeah, you've got right. Tyler Freeman. Andres Jimenez and Brian Rocchio. It's like, where, where's Ron Brito going to play? Yeah. Boom. Bye. Also, he's, like tw- he's like 21. What am I doing? Like, Jose is only going to be Jose for three or four more seasons. Like, give me, we, yeah. We load me up until I, that's kind of like where I'm on my head's at is like thinking in terms of like Jose's window as well. It's like, mm. I'm so, I am so done with these like, prospect rankings and being like they got 10 top prospects and it's like I, good deal them you know who them. also had, was like highly rated uh with a farm system highly rated not that long ago no guesses who? no guesses espino no, no 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 the system a system in general the white uh, Sox? no definitely not the, i i think they were not, maybe not two or three <laughs> years ago but i think the white Sox had a highly rated system not the that twins long ago. The, not, the not who Braves? I'm thinking of. The not Braves? Who I'm thinking of. I'm trying to help make a trying to help back up Steve's point. He's well, failing me miserably. Well, yeah, I thought well. the Braves made sense because they traded their farm system and now they're the best team in baseball by a lot. I was thinking the the um Padres. Oh, oh yeah. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Highly yeah, that, rated. Highly rated like three years ago. And they just went all out. They're like, prospects be damned. We can get more. Yeah, and they also, I mean, to be fair to them, they also spent the money to lock up guys. But you're right. They at least got yeah, yeah, the guys yeah. in and went they for it. They brought the guys in and then and they've signed never them when done they had them. Before. No. Yeah. They've never done that before. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to compare us to, to, you know, I'm not trying to compare Cleveland to San Diego. San Diego definitely has some things going for it that Cleveland does not. But in the grand scheme of things, the size of those markets aren't that different. No, they aren't. You know, I think they yeah. draw better, which helps. I mean, um, though, like if you do the Goldschmidt deal, then all of a sudden, <laughs> and you let's say you bring Gonzalez and you bring him in a right field, Brendan moves to center field. I mean, that that is a tremendously sexier lineup than like so much. It's like night and day because you could you could even move Naylor back in the you could bat fifth after Goldschmidt. And that's where I think yep. he should be betting fifth or sixth. Yeah. Then great. you're talking about like, oh, Josh Bell's hitting sixth, and like, or, I mean, yeah, he'd be hitting like sixth. Um, Gonzalez is seventh all of a sudden. Seventh, like, right, right, or yeah, eighth even. You move Jimenez up, and you have Brandon. Batting. Well, yeah, it would just well, it would depend on how you played. It, it would depend on how you constructed the day, because like you couldn't have Gonzalez, Naylor, Bell, and. Goldschmidt all on this on the roster at the same time, but <laughs> that could, that could um, get pretty grim. That's that's gross, but I mean I don't know. That's just like that's my that's just like how my mentality is has gotten to. Especially like when I look at like the pitching, uh, the pitching staff, and like understanding that like okay, 
we're at a, we're going to be at like code de- code red defcon 1 uh issue going on here in the next month or so with these like pitch limits on these young guys on the innings yeah. limits um and Tristan McKenzie being out yet again with an injury not you know he can't help it he's just injury prone but like the more and more I look at that I'm like I'm starting to rethink trading Shane Bieber I would go to him in the off season and really try to get something done because they need just somebody who can eat up, just eat up innings. Uh, and a, a Bieber trade's not going to be the savior that we have talked about in the past or that people have like hoped for. It's just not going to happen. So I think at best, I think the more I think know, about a Bieber trade, I think at best you're looking like you're looking at a guy like, um, Kowser from Baltimore. Yeah, if you if if they were willing to do it, but if then then you're talking about an unproven. Yeah, it's an uh, and, and I know we talked about it in the last episode that we would do it, and I still would, but like it is yeah. an unproven prospect. Yeah, I mean, I would still make so that how deal. much better. I mean, but he's probably going to fall into a lot of the same um, slumps and growing pains that any other young player would have. Yeah, I mean the Braves did it right, man. You know. Yeah. Let's go get. Hey, hey, we need a catcher. Do you just want to go trade for the best one? Okay. Or you know, uh, we need a first baseman after Freddie Freeman left. Do you just want to go trade for the best one? Sure. It's like so, I, you know, sounds good. Let's I, do that. <laughs> like, let's just dump our. Let's dump four of our top ten prospects uh, for this guy, and within a year. It's like fairly obvious that two or three might not work out, and I could be wrong myself. But like, I mean, I don't you're, know. Steve, you're nobody's right blowing though. the. I, I, I was like, saying, yeah, you're you're not wrong because three or four of those guys aren't even in Oakland anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they already got rid of Christian Patch. It's like okay, of your so the Matt Olson deal is a wash. Of your top ten prospects, you're lucky if. Three to four of them turn out to be. I was going to say four, yeah. Four is an amazing. You know, good to like average to maybe above average Major League Baseball players. So, like, I mean, I, if the Guardians in a week, this would be my dream. They extend Shane, get some stability in that rotation with Tristan being injured two or three years. And then they trade. I don't even care. As long as you keep Gavin Williams. I would say Rokio, Bybee. Um, Bybee's not even in the top 10 anymore. Okay, yeah. MLB. But just trade, I don't know, trade six of our, six or seven of our top prospects here, for two. Here, I'm, I'm going to quickly, I'll quickly yeah, run down list. the top 10. This is from MLB. Gavin okay. Williams, number one. Bolara, two. Naylor, three. Bo Naylor. Um, Espino, four. Rokio, five. Chase DeLauder, six. Angel Martinez, seven. Jake Fox, Jake Fox, eight. Justin Campbell, uh, nine. Angel uh, Genoa, ten. Okay, so I'll literally I would trade, trade everybody but Gavin Williams and Rokio. I don't care. And, and Bo Naylor. Yeah, Naylor. give me, give me, yeah, so we'll trade seven yes, of our top trade them all. prospects. Trade them give all. Me, give me two big sluggers. Give me a Goldschmidt. Give me another all-star stud. Give me Goldschmidt. Like, give me Goldschmidt and a guy that I can control for like four years, four to yeah. five years. Yeah. Who's going to hit me 25 can, home runs. It, either cool. through an extension or whatever. 
but give me that, and I I would gladly take that. Yeah, because you have the best rotation in the division, and you would just run away with the division. And then if you could lock up, if you could lock up a Bieber for three more years, yeah, I'm feeling good about that, honestly. Because then, because once Ramirez is gone, you're already got to deal with whatever those ramifications are. I mean, in an ideal world, his replacement is has been on the team for two years and steps in and fills in. But you know, I can't the minimal learning curve. But we, we you know we can't count on you can't you can't count on that. No, you know, if anything, what you're going to get out of it is a very team friendly extension at some point. Honestly, team friendly extension with for like McKenzie. Oh yeah. oh yeah! At this point, if yeah. you're talking about that's who I was talking about was like that you would have assumed would be the successor, but oh, oh, you point, said Ramirez. Yeah, you said Ramirez. Ramirez. Yeah, no, I'm talking. Oh, w- no, I'm talking. Uh, yeah, I thought we'd moved on to the pitching staff, but oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, you're right. Yes, yeah. I mean, Gavin Williams is showing. You know, obviously, super early. Bybee is showing some really great outings. So, like, I'm pretty high on the future of our. Our, our pitching rotation. And we, we have a really good track record of identifying talent and developing them. So like, I'm not, I'm not very worried about that. It is definitely, we, we have a very poor track record of developing power. So just trade for it. Yeah. I'm all about going out and acquiring it, but we won't, we're not going to, nothing's going to happen during the trade deadline. And I'm going to be well, so mad. We wasted another season of Jose Ramirez. Well, speaking of Jose, Five-time All-Star. Yes. Like, I it got me thinking when I heard that number because I'm trying to think. You know, like my kids are starting to get to the age now where they're like, "Oh, Daddy, like you like Jose?" And I was like, "Hell's yeah, so we like Jose. Like Jose is the best dude on this team, like hands down. Like I will buy you a Jose jersey tomorrow if you wanted me to." And the reason I bring that up is, like you said, Steve, after he leaves, I, I don't know where this team goes. Yeah. Exactly. And, it, I mean, like you, I mean, we've all kind of. You want to talk it. grim. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm, someone's going to, someone's going to come up. You know, someone will come up. Someone will replace him. You know, someone, there will be that face of the franchise. There will be. There, there always is. Maybe for two or three years, it's, I don't know. <laughs> but eventually someone will. I mean, just look back to, you know, after all our, all the guys we grew up with left, you know, in the 90s, there were some rough patches in there. Tommy hung around and, yeah, you know, there's other guys who hung around too. And then kind of turned over to the Coco Crisp and Grady Sizemore and uh, Victor Martinez. Hafner and, years. And Hafner, yeah. You Victor. Know, so there, there's going to be someone. Yeah, I mean it'll be lean, but it is what Maybe it is. But also, you can't. But you can't like you can't think in terms of like, oh, I hope this twenty-one-year-old we have uh, is the guy no. in six years. You know, it's no. like forget that. <laughs> Can we win? That's now? why we didn't end up with Pedro Martinez in the nineties. That's we, exactly. We could fill right. an episode. We could fill an episode of trades we Dude. should have made. It just 
Well, I can't even fathom is. what they're th- like. If you were, I know. if you were ever on the brink, just go for it, because teams can fall off a cliff so fast, especially you know in baseball. It's like year over year it gets very weird. And this is a weird year with some of the, like the Diamondbacks and the Rangers, but like well, that's like the, the Reds. Red like some of those, some of those teams, man. Like you said, like the Reds this year need to go for it because yeah, go for it to trade. There is no guarantee they're going to be good. What if they would go for Otani? If they go for Otani, I'll go crazy. That'd be amazing, dude. I actually wonder now if the Angels. So we, I know we got to do our pitch clock question here, um, but like I actually do wonder if because we're at. It's July, so now the uh, the descent into hell begins for the Angels as usual, <laughs> um, which is super funny, Fabs, because we were talking about me coming, where I'm coming out there in September for a game. I already got our tickets too. You and I are going, and we were joking about like who would be hurt by then, and already it's like Trout's out, Trout's Anthony out, Rendon is out, <laughs> like, Otani had like some blister or something the other day, but like I do wonder with the Angels falling apart again. If like they'll be like I f it, and trade him now, I wonder because they'll they're gonna fall out of it. They're game over five hundred. I don't. But dude, they're six I, and yeah. a half back of the Rangers. Yeah. Dude, I don't. I, I I don't know what they're gonna do, man. It's crazy because like trade him and get the half, biggest haul. They're three ever. and a half back of the wild card. But it feels so hopeless though. It feels so hopeless for them of the wild card. It is hopeless. Well, and Trout's out like six to eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, we're not going to see Trout. Well, maybe we will. If it's he'll six be like weeks, rehabs. He yeah, he'll be dude, like a rehab dude, we're going to get a rando, terrible Angels pitcher. Trout and Shohei would just be resting that night, and we're going to get like Cal Quantrill on the bump. And I'm yeah. going to throw it- up. <laughs> Disneyland better be bumping. It better be better. worth it. Yes, well, Disneyland better be handing out free tequila shots. Too. But we are, yeah. So we we strategically picked a night with a giveaway. We get Mike Trout Ducks jerseys. <gasps> Is it going to that one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I need you guys to find. I know I, I know I didn't do this for the, uh, the the beautiful beautiful Hawaiian shirt that I'm wearing right now in the Guardians game. But you guys got to find like a small child. I'll pay a kid. Bucks. Oh, oh yeah, I'll pay, pay a ten kid. bucks. Yeah, I'm not I'll paying the kid. Anything. I'm just taking it. I'm going to shove his dad. Steve will grab the jersey and we'll run. Okay, yeah. Steve, <laughs> we'll try your we'll try your strategy first, and then if all else fails, pay him. Yeah. And I'll, I'll I'll reimburse you. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Um, <laughs> the Angels. I mean, the the thing is though, it's just like three or four teams can bid on Otani. It's just like the Mets, that's the Dodgers. Sad, that's a sad thing. The Padres, the Yankees, and maybe you know the Red a, Sox, but the Red was, Sox won't. I was talking to a buddy. He brought up the Rangers. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Actually, and the Rangers like, are very interesting right now. I go, that's interesting. I go, I don't know if the Rangers do it because they spent a boatload of money the last like two off seasons. Yes, I was like, so I don't know if they have. Like, I don't know what else money they can spend, and like they're kind of barely holding on to first place. I feel. Yeah, but they had Otani, dude. If they had Otani, mm-hmm. that solidifies it for them. I mean, he's he's a you menace. Think. He's so good, dude. You know what team would like actually be like perfect for him? And I just like, okay, wish they would just be like, let's just do it and like okay, finally break out. the bank. Yeah, Tampa. We know Go. it's Tampa. 
It's totally <laughs> for him. Because like they could they could use him in so many interesting ways. Oh, they that would be so much that would be so fun to watch. Yeah. I'm I, like, like I'm I'm not like like I know giving you a hard time for the Tampa angle, but in, in all honesty, that would be so much that'd be so fun to watch. I would sign up I, for that. Even if they were just like, we're gonna finally go for it this year. And they were like, we're just gonna empty out the farm system <laughs> for Otani. We're gonna pray we get him. We're gonna pray that we can open up the upper deck and save yeah, baby. our team in <laughs> yeah. Tampa. Because if this fails, we're moving. Is so Otani he signed through this year. Oh my god. Yeah, that's gonna be very interesting. That's you know, very interesting. Uh new team enters the chat, Tampa. Sign me up for that. Like, yes. That's that's something I'll watch during the offseason. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's got you know, I, I honestly homers. I'm even thinking too, like, imagine him in Atlanta. I can't. Oh my god. I know they just came somehow here. they will get and somehow they'll get him and they'll sign him to like this crazy team friendly deal. Ten years, thirty five million. Yeah, like it'll be, it'll be crazy, dude. He's unbelievable. I, I like. I don't think I, I cannot fathom this person. He is got. He is doing. I mean, he genuinely is like you. You could make the case genuinely that he's both the best pitcher and hitter in the American League. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I think the only thing that stops you from making that about the pitching is I mean, because he they, they start to, you know, watch his, his innings. It's the only yeah. the only argument you can make about it is, well, he doesn't pitch enough. It's like, okay. He's got 130, yeah. Well, he's got, he had 219 strikeouts in 166 innings last year. But see, like, they'll start, they'll start decreasing his starts. That's well, and done. the problem yeah, I mean the thing is too because they fall out of it. Well, that too. I mean, that, there's that too. Yes, you know, it's like, God damn it, get him off the Angels. I just want to like, as a baseball fan, I don't want him on the Angels anymore because they already wasted Mike Trout's career. Yeah, they have. So like, they really have. Get get him out of there. Save his ass. Honestly, if. My last thought on the Angels, and we—I don't—I don't even have a pitch clock question, but I'm, hopefully, you guys, one of you guys, does. But um, or do. But like, if I were the Angels, I'm trading both Trout and him. It's like I'm blowing it up. It's over. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I was actually—I was actually thinking about um, <laughs> and this is like a pseudo pitch clock question. But if the if the Angels were to come to you and go, like, look, okay. We're gonna just be blunt. The trout stuff, like it's it's two months plus. Like if he comes back, he's coming back in like mid September. You know, after a rehab. And they come to you and they're like, Hey Cleveland, we would like Espino, Chase DeLauder, Angel yes. Martinez. Gavin Williams. Gavin, if I could trade somebody out for Gavin, like Logan no. Allen. No. no, it's like it's like it's like 
Gavin Williams. And who's this for? Gavin. Trout for Trout. Uh, I I'm like, oh gosh. Honestly, no, because then you're just tough. the Angels again. Yeah, then your rotation sucks. Because you're gonna because you then you lose Bieber. Are you the Angels then? Well, yeah, kind of. Be, because you're you're gonna have to pay Trout. I still think you're already. better than the Angels. You might be, but you have to pay Trout though, so oh. you can't you can't extend Bieber in that scenario. Oh. If I could do it for Bieber, or if I could do it for Bo Naylor, okay. or okay, yeah, let's say Bo, let's say Bo. I would absolutely Bieber. do that. Yeah, if I can keep Gavin, if I can keep my pitching intact and add Mike Trout, I guess I can put Mike Trout in right field and Brendan in center field. So Mike Trout's not gonna get as injured. And he's going to hit me thirty yeah. some home runs. He's only thirty one, and What's his I have him locked up. What's his contract look like? He's got like it's seven or eight seven, more years. Seven more years at like thirty million plus. But that's the owner's problem. I don't care about yeah, that. That's not my problem. Well, yeah, so we're just the GM in this situation. I would definitely <laughs> do that, and it, it solves all of your problems. Like that's fine. Obviously. I don't care. I will trade five of our ten top prospects for him as long as it's not Gavin Williams or Rokio. I don't give a fuck about any of the other people. Like I will drive. Yeah, I, would all those tra- people I would trade eight. I would trade myself. eight of our top ten prospects. Yeah, including Bo Naylor. That's fine. I don't care. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I would trade, trade seven. I'm, I'll trade seven of them, and just because I'm a nice guy, I will give him Ahmed Rosario. <laughs> Ahmed Rosario and and Shane Bieber and Zach Lisa. Well, if I'm guy. doing that, you're also going to, you got to give me, you got to give me like uh, somebody else as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh. No, but I would legitimately trade eight of our 10 top prospects for, for him. I don't, I don't care about prospects anymore. Like, unless they're on the guardians, like, because I got too hyped about John Kinsey Noel. And now it's like, oh, he bats like 200 strikes at a billion times. Yeah, he can't hit like there's just, there's just something, Same there's just thing. something like between like, Akron and Columbus. I'm just there's just something I'm not feeling a lot of these guys. Like I'm I just don't none of them get hit for power. Well, none of them are none of them are clear. I and again, I'm not a scout, but they're not none of them are like these like clear cut, no doubt about it prospects. It's not and and a part of it is is the fact that like you know the Guardians have been so good for about a decade that you're not getting those like Adley Rutschman type prospects because you didn't suck ass. So like it's a little bit difficult because the guardians have been so good that they don't, and not everybody's drafted in the top 10. It's not like the NFL, but like it is a little bit difficult to some extent. Cause you got really got to find like and diamonds in the rough, which they always do on the pitching side, but they don't typically do from like a power bat perspective. Yeah. I know we've mentioned this earlier in the, in the season. And I said that there was going to be a couple pitchers that are, you know, probably elevate themselves. This year, um, there's a couple of guys that I've noticed. Like, oh yeah, you were you were high draft pick like two years ago. Okay, don't ask me their names because I completely forgot them right now. Um, but there's a couple of guys making those moves pitching wise, and I'm just like, oh, right on cue. Yep. Yep. Here we go again. Like here, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and we can talk about this next week too because another topic that I think uh, would be interesting to look at is. You know our, uh, you know our draft hall because the draft is what Sunday night. Uh, yeah, yeah. First two rounds. First two rounds are, I believe, Sunday. Um, and and 
you know, let's be honest. You know, I don't expect people to know players in the 20th round that are drafted unless they're like a sibling or some other relative yeah, or a real sick girlfriend's brother's cousin, you know. Um, but, you know, we'll have an idea of who, who who the Guardians have taken, a little bit about them. You know, we can get excited about those guys, you know, include them in a theoretical trade to the Angels for Mike Trout. Yeah, <laughs> we when we can dream about it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Do you? Does anybody have a pitch clock question? We can. I have a totally random one. Okay. Oh, before we do that, we didn't even touch on the one thing that I sent you guys today. Very very quickly. Oh, cow. We kind of talked about it a little bit. We did, but we didn't dive too far into it. Do you guys believe that Cal Quantrill is hurt? Or is this just a way of roster manipulation? Mm. I think he's, I think he and the club are approaching it where he is being overly thorough and sensitive and how his arm might be feeling. Um, because yeah, I think if he was pitching decent, and if he had if he is experiencing discomfort, I think he'd just be pitching through it. But I think they're you know I think they're being a little bit like you're some tightness, right? Maybe a little bit of tightness. He's like maybe. All right, cool. We're gonna put you in a fifteen day. <laughs> yeah. See you later. <laughs> yeah, I was saying when I saw that, like I saw. I mean, because we I found this on Twitter. Somebody kind of posed this conspiracy out there, and I, I definitely think he might have rushed back a little bit. Um, That's probably true. Right. Yeah, he didn't look right. Um, He's not want this pre- bad. I want, yeah, I want to preface this by saying I, I don't, I don't love him. I don't, I, I, I like the guy. I think he, I, you know, there's, I've seen stuff from him where I'm like, you could be a valuable contributor, and I text you guys this too. I just don't know if his role is in the in the rotation. I think he makes a great long man out of the bullpen. But even that said, he just didn't look right. And I think yeah. this is kind of maybe a little bit more mental than it was actually physical. Yeah, I mean, it could be that too. Yeah, it could just be like, this, yeah, so it's just nothing's working right now. You're your mentally not there, physically. You know, yeah. Sure. I don't think... I would say there's a pretty quick trigger finger, though, <laughs> to be like, oh, he's Ab- back on the IL. Don't worry yeah, about absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yes. That, that's it'll, a little it'll just be uh, something fun to watch as, as the season continues. Right. Exactly. Yeah, like I said before, it's beginning. It's like you want to talk about roster manipulation. Yeah. It's not like you're going to DFA Cal Quantrill, you know? Right. No, not not with the number of young starting pitchers that we have on the on the, you know, in the exactly. rotation. Exactly. We're going to need. You know, guys to come in and probably pitch two, three innings. And you're you know, like, if, if and you're you're saying like Cal Quantrill's going on the IL, and we're going to replace him with like Cody Morris, who also has like is being held together by duct tape. Cody Cody Morris and Cal Quantrill are the same player. Like one time through the rotate, like one time through the order, I got no problems with them. It's those multiple times through the uh, the order where I'm like, yes, 
can we do something about this, guys? Because, you know, two, three innings, I'm cool with. Four, five, six, no. Yeah. Yep. All right. Hit hit us with this uh, pitch clock question. Okay, this is super random. Uh, so baseball related. If you could swap out, let me get my stopwatch ready. If you could swap out any major league park and give it to the Guardians, which one would oh. you pick and why? Whew. Whew. Okay. Okay, who wants to go first? Good. Okay. I can go first. Okay, tell me when you're ready. Go first. All right, I'm ready. Go. I would give them PNC. I cannot get over that view out of the outfield of the city skyline. I think PNC might be the most beautiful park in the majors. That one, um, and like maybe Baltimore. Perfect. Okay. Seventeen seconds. You're good. A little bit under. A little bit under. Yeah. Yeah, that was nice. Damn, stole my answer. We'll, I know I probably we'll, did. I, we'll, I I had a feeling you might. We'll we'll, we'll regroup after and, and um. Give me give me one second here, Fabs. That's hey, a good question. That's a good question. Thanks. Um, not what I was expecting. It just uh, like sprung in my head, and I was like, "Oh, let's do that. That's fun." Okay, I think I like I'm ready. This might okay. suck, guys. Four okay, warning to right? the listeners, to the two of you. Um. Yeah, let's go. Three, two, one, go. For batters, I'm going to take uh, Cincinnati. Um, for aesthetic purposes, Petco. I like that. Perfect. 11 seconds. Way under. Yeah. Okay. All right. Tabs, you ready? I got, I got my, my fucked up and running. Okay. Ready to go. Tell me when. I'll count down from three. Three, two, one, go. So I'm going to pick a park that came out right around the time as Jacobs Field slash Progressive. I'm going Candom Yards. I love the old school aesthetic. I love the brick. I love the warehouse in the right field. Um, I think it's a beautifully made park. So that would be my go-to. Yeah, I think we're all pretty much on the same page. Yeah. Yeah, PNC is a really good one. Oh my god, PNC it's is so pretty. PNC I is my that. I love that PNC part, is man. my number one. It's so yeah. stunning. I'll, I've told Steve this in confidence, and I'm glad he hasn't shared it with the with the masses as I'm about. To. <laughs> what you're about to share? Yeah, as you're about, about to do. To do. <laughs> a couple of years back, I bought some tickets to a a random, just random Sunday night or Saturday night, excuse me, uh, Pirates game. Um, had a blast. And ever since then, I've been getting hit up from the season ticket uh, team in Pittsburgh about buying season tickets Amazing. or buying a suite or buying, you know, a mini plan, whatever. They want me down there. And it is very difficult to turn them down. And uh, Steve and I um, had, a, had a time uh, a, a couple months ago, you know, we're drinking some beers and talking about. Things we would do if we had no responsibilities. And like buying that. season tickets or a mini plane at the very least for the pirates was like at the top of both of our lists. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> we were like, no, like what's two hours. Like, you know, what's two and a half hours, two two to two and a half hours of a drive 
on a Friday night, you know, you know, spend the night down there, you know, blah, blah, blah. Do you know? Yeah. If, if I had zero responsibilities, no wife, no kids, that's, that's probably where you could find me. Uh, I have a very a, bizarre a life. Yeah. If I had no wife or kid responsibilities, I'd have oh, yeah. a very, oh, very yeah. school existence, unfortunately. I mean, yeah, I, I always this, think that my kids and wife are the only thing keeping me like grounded to reality at all. Yes. I've been yeah. going to pizza shops. One bite, everybody knows the rules. Like, who's he talking to? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my he just comes here. in and does this thing on Thursday. I don't know, man. He just mutters to himself. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would, there would, I would have fewer stadiums that I haven't been to if, if I had no wife and children. It, it, yeah. It'd be a sad, deprived life. So I love really, they really do for that. drag us down. Yeah. Oh, oh, you took it that way. Um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how it, that's how I viewed it. <laughs> um, okay. All right. I think, uh, I think that wraps this up. This, uh, indeed it does. Indeed it does. This episode. Yeah. Um, we will, we got be, some things planned for yeah. the all-star week. Yep, we got we got stuff brewing. Um, on that note, though, uh, we're gonna wrap this one up. Catch us on social, wherever the hell you're on social these days. Uh, but more importantly, please rate, review, subscribe because that always helps us out quite a bit. Um, other than that, we will catch you guys later. <laughs>